Welcome to r slash Entitled Parents, where OP walks in on her boyfriend passionately hugging her mom. Our next Reddit post is from I'm Not Sad, I'm Still Tired. Back in 2014, I was forced into ballet by my mother. I hated it because I am not the ballerina type, so I fought with my mom, but in the end, I ended up giving up and went anyway. And that's how I met Devin. He was the most beautiful ballerina I ever saw. He carried himself with grace. His smile was intoxicating, and everyone wanted a piece of Devin, but he only had eyes for me. It didn't take long before we started dating. He was 16 and I was 14, and I was in love with Devin. He was supposed to be my knight in shining armor. However, Devin was just a pussy wrapped in tinfoil. About five months into our relationship, Devin and I went to a party. Halfway through the party, I lost Devin, so I went looking for him. I found him receiving oral from another girl. I just walked away. I was trying to walk home when this douchebag rolled up, telling me to get in his car. I didn't want to, and I told Devin to go F himself. I would rather walk home in the dark than deal with him. I don't remember how Devin convinced me to get in his car, but when I did, I just wanted to know why. Why did he cheat on me? That son of a b-word tried to gaslight me. Nothing like that happened. I don't know what you're talking about. You didn't see anything. It's not what you thought you saw. You're just making things up. I wasn't buying his BS because I know what I saw. Then Devin cut off the headlights of his car and just floored it down the dirt road with no street lights. He screamed about how he was going to kill both of us and when someone found our bodies, they would just assume that it was an accident. Devin then stopped the car and told me that if I bring up that girl one more time, it would not end well for me. Devin drove me home after that. I should have left him after that, but I was just so afraid of him. It didn't take long for the physical and emotional abuse to start. Dating Devin was like dating my mom. He would scream at me, cry, and stomp his foot when I didn't do what he wanted me to. He would hit me repeatedly, pressure me into passionate hugging, force me to do angel dust, and he threatened to unalive himself when I refused to talk to him. We dated for a year, and during that year, I experienced hell. I didn't tell people what was happening because I was afraid that no one would believe me. Anyways, one day I had tennis practice, but halfway through my practice, I started to feel sick, so I called my stepdad to pick me up and take me home. Before we pulled into the driveway, there was Devin's car. That wasn't too surprising because sometimes Devin would be in the house waiting for me. Then, as me and my stepdad walked into the house, we heard them. My mom and Devin were not quiet. My stepdad pulled out his phone to record, and then he went upstairs and walked in on Devin jackhammering my mom. There was a lot of screaming, threats, and crying. My stepdad and I went to the car. Then, we drove to a parking lot and just cried while our phones were blowing up. My stepdad then sent the video of my mom and Devin to both of Devin's parents. Devin's parents then asked for a meeting. They exchanged information with my stepdad, and my stepdad told them that he would see them in court. His parents tried to play it off like Devin was a victim, but the legal age of consent in my hometown is 16, and he was 17 at the time. 
If you watch the video, Devin was trying to smack the phone out of my stepdad's hand, and when I started crying asking him how he could do this to me, Devin started telling me to stop crying because it wasn't even that good passionate hugging anyways. My stepdad and I went back to the house, and I just went to my room while he went to pack his stuff and leave. My mom came into my room and I was crying because even though Devin was a piece of garbage, he was still my boyfriend. My mom started making fun of me for crying. It's not my fault that your boyfriend wanted me. Boo-hoo, stop crying. Maybe if you put on some more makeup, you could keep a man. Then she went on to say how Devin pleased her so well that he knows how to finish her like a real man and unlike my stepdad he knows oh geez where a certain female body part was and Devin would always say that she's better than I was all the while Devin was trying to call me you guys Devin's way of apology was to blame me I'm sorry you had to see that but if you spent more time with me I wouldn't have been seeking other women your mom was there for me, and she cared for me, and you abandoned me when I need you the most. Blah blah blah, victim blaming BS. Like, come on, I give you my heart and soul. I put my needs on the back burner for yours. What the F do you want from me? Then Devin switched tactics, trying to convince me that I misunderstood the situation. Like, come on, I walked in on you passionately hugging my mom, you flip-floppy bastard. So fast forward to when school started back up. I wasn't talking to my mom or Devin at the time. So Devin's sister spread the news at school that Devin had passionately hugged my mom. Now, I was afraid to tell people that Devin was abusing me because I was afraid that no one would believe me because Devin had this good boy reputation. Only a few people had seen how awful Devin truly was. However, Devin let his mask slip and hit me in front of the whole student body. The funny part about Devin hitting me is the fact that no one believed that he was passionately hugging my mom. No one believed until he hit me and started screaming that I ruined his reputation. All he had to do was keep his mouth shut. They separated us, and I had to explain to the principal and our guidance counselor that this wasn't the first time that Devin had hit me. That he did a lot worse things to me than just hit me. And you want to hear something even more messed up? Before me, Devin was in a relationship with another girl, and he did the same thing that he did to me, to her. She told people, and no one believed her, because Devin was a good boy in everyone's eyes. People isolated that girl to the point where she had to move away. No one believed her until Devin slapped me and it didn't help that Devin threw a tantrum. He got suspended because he broke things during his tantrum. After that, a lot of people came forward and talked about how Devin was secretly a pile of garbage. Devin's parents gave my stepdad some money to keep it out of court and then moved away because of the shame. My stepdad and my mom got divorced because Devin wasn't the only person that my mom was cheating with. And, by the way, my mom never stopped seeing Devin. She took him on elaborate trips. They went to Hawaii, Disneyland, and Texas. Devin and my mom were a match made in hell. But karma prevails. Devin suffered a leg injury, so he couldn't do ballet anymore, so he got fat. My mom left him, his parents abandoned him, and the last time I checked, he works at an auto store and lives with his sister. And to top off all that, my mom gave him gonorrhea. How's your leg, Devin? I know you're reading this, you piece of garbage. 
It's a shame, isn't it? You tried your best to live a good life, but in the end, you're in debt, fat, and worth nothing. But me? I'm in love, happily married to a dude who treats me like a queen and has three babies. Eat the dirtiest part of my butt, Devin. Well, OP, they say the best revenge is a life well lived, but it doesn't hurt if you throw in a little gonorrhea too. Our next Reddit post is from Razaquet. We have a vegetable garden in my backyard. Me and my mom are the gardeners, and we grow a bunch of zucchini, snap peas, herbs, broccoli, carrots, tomatoes, and even grapes with the occasional other vegetables, like radishes and bell peppers. One day, I hear something outside my window. I look outside and see two kids from the neighborhood picking my vegetables from the planter box. I run out and see the two of them have their arms full of zucchini and carrots and even tomatoes. I ask what on earth are they doing and they said, we live in the neighborhood. I told them that those are our vegetables and they can't take them. They just said, it's our neighborhood too, we can have them if we want. And they took off before I could stop them, literally vaulting over the small fence that separates our side yard from the neighbors. A few days later, I heard something outside my window again, and I look out and I see the kid's mom loading a basket with vegetables from the planter. I again rush out and see that her and her kids are loading baskets with everything they could grab. I watched as the mom grabbed a handful of the chives that I'd been growing and ripped them out, roots and all. My mom must have heard me run out because she came out as well. She yelled, asking, what do you think you're doing? And the kids just kept picking vegetables while the mom just turned, annoyed. It's everyone's neighborhood and we need the food, she said, still picking from the garden and desecrating my prized chives. My mom told her that if she had just asked, we would have given her some. And even if it's everyone's neighborhood, it's our garden. She just huffed and left with her kids and there wasn't anything we could do. Our garden was damaged beyond repair. Our zucchini plants were torn to bits, and the peas and tomatoes were trampled and shredded. And our grape bush, that we had for years, was broken at the base, where one of them had stepped on it. There were no fresh vegetables that year, and my mom couldn't make her chocolate chip zucchini bread. A few days later, we installed a lock on the backyard fence, and the neighbors came banging on our door, mad that we installed a lock preventing them from getting into our garden. My mom just told them to go away, and if she saw them in our garden again, she would call the cops. We thankfully never saw them again, and our garden is happy now, and we managed to bring the grapes back to life. A little while ago, we planted some blueberry bushes in our front yard. Someone keeps stealing them, and half the blueberries are gone each season. We let the kids in the neighborhood eat them, but they only take maybe like 8 to 10 each a day on weekends or during the summer. There are 10 bushes in total, with about 100 to 150 blueberries each. Hmm, I wonder who's taking 500 blueberries every year. Hmm, we haven't caught them yet, but everyone knows. Down in the comments, we have this story from Winteride. My neighbor used to have a sign that said, Warning! You are under surveillance. Garden thieves and trespassing disputes will be solved with a loaded shotgun on their back gate. I think they hand-painted it and took it with them when they moved. I thought it was overkill until our corn, tomatoes, cucumber, and cantaloupe got pilfered in the middle of the night one year. Yeah, trespassing onto someone's property and stealing their stuff in America seems suicidal. Odds are you're not going to get shot over stolen vegetables, but it's not impossible. Our next Reddit post is from OK Extension. So this was super satisfying. 
two weeks ago, a woman came in with her seven-year-old son. He had sprained his ankle, but he didn't seem to be in any pain, and he was playing in the waiting area. The entitled mother came up and asked when we would see her son, and the nurse told her as soon as a doctor was available to check on her son. As I'm on my way down there, we get a heads up that there's been a crash, and one person is in critical condition. Me, a coworker, and a nurse rush to the crash victim's side and try to take her vitals and do a quick checkup as fast as possible while on the way to the operating room. This mother had seen me walking down to the waiting area and then saw me rush to the emergency and decided this was unacceptable. And she stood in front of us and demanded that we help her and her son. I was so focused on saving my patient, so I yelled for security and I told her to either get out of my way or we would have her arrested. She was escorted out of there and tried to get some people in the waiting area on her side, but some of them gave her an earful. Had the patient died because of her, she would have been arrested, but thankfully the patient survived. And when I finally came back to the waiting room after giving the patient to the operating room staff, I came back and checked on her son. I told her that if she ever pulled a stunt like that again, I would have her arrested. Our next Reddit post is from Glitterplant. My dad passed away recently, and it came to light that he named me as one of the beneficiaries on his life insurance policy. My mom says that was a mistake, and that I'm not supposed to be a beneficiary, that only she's supposed to be a beneficiary. She wants me to file for the money and sign the check over to her. I'm gonna go through with it, because she's my mom and blah blah whatever. But the insulting part is that my mom says that I can keep $5,000 from it to throw my wedding. I only have $2,000 of my own money because my partner and I are kinda broke. Is she being entitled, or am I, or both of us, lol? OP, um, signing the money over to your mom because, quote, she's my mom and blah blah whatever is not a good reason. That is your money. You don't accidentally end up as someone's beneficiary. Your dad intentionally made you the beneficiary because he wants you to have the money. Make no mistake here, OP. Your mom is trying to steal your money. Please do not sign that check over. That was r slash Entitled Parents, and if you like this content, be sure to follow my podcast because I put out new Reddit podcast episodes every single day.